Hey guys, welcome to Let's Talk Why, Wellness, Health, and Yoga with Dr. Kiva Davis. That's me, chiropractic, yoga teacher, curious person. That is me. This is 2022. The time has a flown by. 2019, 2020, 2021, these few years have been absolutely interesting, to say the least. At the beginning of every year, most of us set intentions or goals for the following year. We set goals because we want to push ourselves forward, or we want to define success with these goals. We want to hold ourselves accountable. It's a measuring stick on what we're doing if we're saying we are going to complete these tasks. It informs our actions. It sets priorities. It tracks our progress to have goals. But you know, sometimes when we have goals, we find ourselves in a place where we're not very happy with the outcome. We go through this process of setting these goals, and then if we don't reach it by some magical deadline place, then we are disappointed with ourselves, we're unhappy. So I invite you to, instead of thinking about goals, think about the person that you want to become, you know, or the person that you are. So, goals. Goals are good for setting direction. So we know the direction we want to go in when we set our goals. But systems are good for the process. What do I mean by systems? Well, systems are little habits that you would need to commit to in order to reach a certain place you want to be, a person you want to become. So from the book, Atomic Habits by James Clear, he talks about setting these small habits in order to have a big outcome. So we definitely can look at that when we come in at the beginning of the year with with these ideas of goals that we want to set. So remember, goals are about the results, what you want to achieve, but systems are about the process that leads you to the results, who you want to become. So some things that we need to look at if we're saying goals or we're saying systems. First, we need to make it clear what we want. Make it really clearly stated what our goal is, who we want to become. Make it clear. From the book, he has four laws of behavior. Make it obvious. Make it attractive. Make it easy and make it satisfying. Obvious, attractive, easy, and satisfying, especially the easy part, because you know if we try to do something that's just too difficult, we might find ourselves pushing away from the system, which won't lead us to who we want to become, which is part of our big goal. What does it look like to be successful and accomplish it? That's, That's the end part of where we're going. So say I'm like, I want to lose weight. 
instead of having this big goal of losing this massive amount of pounds, maybe what I do first is like, well, what does it look like to be a healthy person? What does that look like? So I have this tendency of working out during the week, throwing everything in the dirty hamper, and then on Sunday, washing all my clothes, get it out the dryer, throw it in the chair and say, okay, I'm going to fold these clothes at some point. So what I want is to have a room that doesn't have clutter. Whenever I have clutter around me, I know my mind is being cluttered. So what does it look like for me not to have clutter in my room? That's my quote unquote goal or the person I want to become. So when we start to look at this, we need to have action. So what is the plan? What is the plan for our systems? So we can look at what we need to change, the results, that's the goal. But what we really need to look at is the system, the process. So we can define the problem now and then look at the solution. So clothes in my chair that I need to fold. What system do I need to change in order to reach that goal of being a very neat person in my bedroom? Um, Maybe not wash everything on Sunday. Wash one time during the week that's more manageable. Then be able to fold the clothes and put them up. And that would help me with a better system in order to reach my goal. You know, you want to lose weight? Maybe when you start to eat or you start to say, I want something to eat, look at what I'm about to eat and go, you know, what would a healthy person eat? Is this something that a healthy person would eat? And if it's not, then you can make a shift because you are changing your whole system. So it's about changing your system and making a decision on who you want to be. And by having a system, it actually becomes fun. Because if we just have this idea of goal, of this ultimate place where we want to go to, then if we don't reach it, we become stressful. We become stressed. But like the book, if we have these little small changes, small shifts, then we can have the outcome and it's not stressful. It becomes an easy way of living. Small goals or small shifts in order to reach a bigger outcome. So really ask yourself, who do I want to be? And how does that person show up? How does the person I want to be, what are their habits? And that's when you start to see a big shift in who you present in this world. Who do you want to be? If you want to be kind, and show up as a kind person. I love you. I wish nothing but the best for you. And remember, who do you want to be? Thank you guys so much. I send you nothing but love and positive energy from the bottom of my heart. Be blessed. Namaste. beautiful people. Welcome to Let's Talk Why Wellness, Health, and Yoga with Dr. Kiva Davis. 
chiropractor, yoga teacher. Today I want to talk about critical race theory. Critical race theory has been a hot topic in our world or in our in the US currently. So critical race theory is a cross-discipline intellectual movement that started in the 1960s. So that means it's been around for a while. So this is over 40 years of thought. So it's not something that's new that's just coming to the forefront right now. So we have liberals and conservatives and they have this strong disagreement about critical race theory. So it's becoming the the hot topic in America politics right now. So in America, I think that we all can agree that we've had some issues with housing, some issues with criminal justice policy, and even the fact that we are coming from 400 years of slavery of black people. So critical race theory at its core is this idea about race and this, the social, but race being a, a made-up social construct. And that racism, bias, and prejudice is something that's just embedded into our system. It's embedded into the legal system. It's embedded into education, uh, labor, the labor market, housing. It's even embedded into healthcare. There were actually doctors that believe that black people can take pain differently and don't give medication based on that. So we have this just bias that we have in society that we don't even realize that's embedded in our thought. And that's basically what critical race theory is. So critical race theory looks at racist behavior that we don't even understand that we are participating in. I mean, because let's say races is about prejudice. It is defined as having or reflecting or fostering a belief that race is a fundamental difference and a human trait that we are different from each other just based on race. Now, discrimination is this unjust prejudice treatment uh, to someone based on race. So critical race theory says that racism is an everyday part of life. So we don't intend to be racist, but nevertheless, we make these decisions as as fueled from racism. So it's the theory that advocates discriminating, discriminating against people just based on their how they were born isn't it wild just the way that you were born people have this idea of who you are and so they discriminate you based on that so basically criminal race theory emphasized the outcomes the outcomes that happened from those belief system There was the Supreme Court justice in 2017, Judge Roberts. He says, to stop discrimination on basis of race is to stop discrimination based on race. (laughs) To stop based on race is to stop to base it on race. 
So, you know, it's, it's hard for us to imagine that we have this deep embedded racism that we just take advantage of. So is that a bad thing? You know, what does it say? People who don't understand their history or know their history are doomed to repeat it. I think that we need to take an honest look, not a judgmental look, but just coming from a place of truth to what to show what America has done and how it's affected the people that has done it too. How has slavery affected the black community? And how did slavery after that with Jim Crow affect the black community? And how did other races benefit from that? And just be truly honest and transparent. I don't quite understand what is the fear with truth. What is that saying? Is it better to know the truth and be unhappy or to be happy and not know the truth? I always lean on. It's better to know the truth. Rip off the Band-Aid so that way you can grow. If you're afraid of history and afraid of what has been done in the past, how can you ever grow? True love is to be honest in order for people to develop. As a parent, it is better to be honest with your child, let them know the mistakes they made so they can grow from it. That's true love. If you don't tell the child the mistakes that they made, how are they gonna develop? How are they gonna grow? So someone who truly loves America wants the best for America. And as we truly love America, we want to be able to heal those past wounds, discuss them, not try to not look at them to see how we can do better. So that is really what critical race theory is. So I don't get why people are so afraid to talk from a place of truth. The truth shall set you free. Let's all have impeccable words and speak from a place of truth. Speaking from impeccable words for ourselves and for others. And let's do it without fear. I love you and there's nothing you can do about it. Have an impeccable word speaking from a place of truth. Be blessed. Namaste.